Hey, what's going on? Welcome to The Doug Show. My name's Doug Cunnington, and in this episode, I'm going to talk about my little quest to improve my VO2 max and some endurance training and the importance of resting. So this is one of those bonus episodes where I talk about random topics. This is completely unrelated to affiliate marketing or SEO, but I enjoy fitness quite a bit. And I realized in the last couple months or so that I was doing a poor job working out hard, especially in the cardio area. And I'm not sure why I sort of like stopped pushing myself as hard, but maybe I was just a little tired or something like that. I'm not sure. I was reinvigorated to try a little harder and work out harder as I started monitoring my VO2 max uh, via my Apple Watch and the health app on my iPhone. And I don't know how accurate it is, but usually for things like this or like my fat percentage, my body fat percentage, I don't really care about how accurate it is specifically. I'm more interested in like the trend. So am I improving? Am I getting worse? That sort of thing. So as I was looking at my VO2 max over the course of six months in the last year, it was just kind of dipping down. And it's telling me I'm in the quote above average range. But when I go, you know, scroll back, I'm right on the edge. And what it's, you know, those sort of the readings that I'm getting are right about 38 or so from the summertime. So I was thinking, hey, I want to improve that. And I think I'm going to have to start working out a little harder. And I think I saw Dr. Peter Atia on Joe Rogan's podcast, and he mentioned the specific way to improve your VO2 max. And that's one thing that I was lacking. I was just like, oh, work out hard, get that cardio going a little faster. And Peter mentioned that you can do four by fours, which uh, in his, his definition would just four sets of like four minutes of pretty strenuous activity. So we're talking probably like 85, 90% of your output. Basically, you can just do four minutes before you can't do it anymore. So you're, you're working pretty hard and you do that, I think he said three times per week and then one day per week, you go all out and you work really hard. I can't actually remember. Maybe I'm mixing it up. Yeah, I'm mixing it up. You do the four by four once per week. That's the day that you push really hard. The other three days that you work out cardio wise, I think he said you do 45 minutes in your zone two, which for me is like 145 to 150 beats per minute or so. And that's a pretty good, you know, little workout. I think technically you're supposed to be able to hold a conversation, but barely. And for me, that's probably right on the edge. Now, as I'm saying this out loud, I do realize one of the reasons why my cardio has gotten gotten shittier over the past year is I just haven't been running outside as much. And for me, I really enjoy running. I like a long distance, uh, you know, three plus miles is really nice, but I have this Achilles issue that I whine about occasionally. I really need to figure it out because I don't want it 
to uh, be an issue for like the rest of my life or something like that. But it's been a few years and I've had this Achilles problem. Anyway, I haven't been running as much. And when I run, I actually get my heart rate up fairly high. I can hold a conversation because I guess running, I'm fairly efficient. And uh, technically, I don't even run really that fast anymore. But anyway, so Peter's recommendation was to do three days of about 45 minutes in your zone two, and then one day where you really push yourself pretty hard. And I was doing that probably for a couple weeks, and I noticed, you know, it was just like ticking up just a little bit. So when I started this, I was probably, you know, in the 38, 39 range for what what unit is this? VO2... Not sure the, the actual measurement here, but anyway, so the VO2 was around that and it was slowly ticking up. I was getting up to about uh, like high 41s or so, and it was just really slowly ticking up. Well, over Christmas and a couple holidays, I just took some time off. My legs were actually fairly tired. I'd been lifting weights heavier and heavier weights. Plus, I was doing this uh, cardio, which I was hopping on uh, like a stationary bike where you move your arms. I think they're called an Aerodyne, not 100% sure, but you move your arms too. And I can get a nice workout doing that. And it doesn't impact my Achilles at all, but it really works uh, the quads quite quite a bit. So my legs were a little bit tired. Anyway, I took about three, four days off from any sort of like harder workout. And to my surprise, my VO2 max made a little jump. So as the day that I'm recording this, it actually went up to uh, 42.6. So it jumped up like almost a a full point there, which it had not done before. It was just kind of ticking up very slowly. So rest is so important. And that's why in Dr. Peter's recommendation or any recommendation or whenever you're working out, it's so important to take those rest days. And if you're feeling good and you're making progress, you want to work out more. You actually want to keep doing it and push harder and harder, but it's so important to just take a break, let your body heal, and then you can go back and actually push yourself harder because you're not tired. So, um, interested to see how it's going to uh, play out in the long term. I think as I get higher and higher, it'll be harder to like push past and hit, I'll hit a plateau. In fact, when I look at the progress that I've been making over the past uh, couple months here, basically I would push myself hard and then I would probably get a little tired and then I drop down a little bit, but never as far as I did before. And then when I motivated again and get more energy, push myself harder. So it's sort of like a wave that is increasing over time. I'm moving my arm around here, but you can't see it. Now, the interesting thing is when I go back to, it looks like the summer of 2019, I was up around 45. So I was significantly higher during that period of time. And I think it's because I was running outside a lot more and running like long distances, uh, sometimes like six or eight miles, which is is long for me. I mean, it's all relative, not like training for 
any kind of long races or any kind of distances, but I would just go out for fun and run for hour, hour and a half, like once a week, something like that. And that really made a big difference. Now I want to go back and talk about some endurance training that I did back in the day. So I played basketball when I was like in middle school and high school, just recreation. I was actually not very good and kind of a quitter. In fact, I think I did a whole, (laughs) I did a whole podcast episode where I talked about how I convinced one of my friends not to even try out for the basketball team in high school. It was like 10th grade. I was like, man, if we even make it, we're not even going to play. So what's the point? We may as well just have fun. We could play, you know, pick up games and have a good time. I don't really want to try out. And he was like, you know what? You're right. I'm probably not going to make it either. And even if I did, I would just ride the bench. I was a quitter and I also convinced other people to quit too. But I did try out for a couple years there. And one of the one of the sort of prerequisites before you could even try out is you had to go through, I think it was either one or two weeks of conditioning and training. And it was something where they tried to weed you out. They tried to get you to quit. So if you couldn't get through the conditioning, then you weren't going to be able to make it through practices. And they didn't want you on the team, frankly. I made it through the the conditioning. It was totally fine. And I actually had to look this up. I, I remember it so well, but it's called a uh, ladder drill. And basically, you run across the basketball court baseline to baseline. And you have a certain amount of time to do it. For the first time across, and, and basically it's called a ladder because you you go up and then you come back down. So you run across one time and you have six seconds. And then I think you get something like a six second break. I can't remember how long of a break. I think it got progressively longer, but I think we ran across uh, one time and you had six seconds, then you get a little break. And then you run across three times and you get 18 seconds and then a little break, probably like 25 seconds or something like that. And then five times, I think we did odds. So one, three, five, seven, nine, 11, and then back down. And the first couple of times, right, run across the court in six seconds, no big deal. But then as it goes farther and farther, it really takes it out of you. At that point, you're essentially sprinting, you know, 11 times across the court, you have 66 seconds. So you're basically sprinting for one minute and then you get like, 90 seconds for a break. And I can't remember the rest time. I actually had to look this up, but essentially you end up really winded. And this is the kind of drill I know know just saying it out loud doesn't sound that crazy, but basically people were throwing up. (laughs) They They would have trash cans on the ends of the court so people can go and throw up because it was pushing them so hard. And I think the goal was to be able to complete the full ladder drill by the end of the week, the Friday. So we started on a Monday afternoon, like after school. And then I'm pretty sure like the first two days, I can't remember exactly, but I think the first two days I didn't make it. I think I missed it somewhere in the middle. And then like the last three days I made it. So I I know I made it more than, than once, 
but maybe I'm just giving myself a little extra credit. And I know I failed the first couple times, but it was kind of normal. And you just, you know, you keep running. It's very important to keep the conditioning going. The reason why I bring that up is because in a very short time, in that five-day period, if you push yourself really hard, you can really change like your level of endurance. So as I was going through this, I was like, I know those ladder drills, like people were not able to finish them by the end of the week. They were in completely different shape. So it's really amazing how quickly your body can adapt only if you push it really hard. And then of course we got some break over the weekend and then we could come back in the following week you could, uh, you know, they were doing actual tryouts and stuff where I, I didn't make the team the ninth grade, but it was fine. I moved on and it didn't really matter. It showed me uh, the value of quitting and convincing other people to quit too. So anyway, I'll keep you posted on this VO2 max stuff that I'm now getting into. And it's great to do this in the winter. So hopefully like when the weather gets better, I'll be able to get out on the uh, the trails and the mountains and, and do some more intense hiking than I did last year, uh, which, I mean, I did some intense hikes, but I can get up higher and basically it's just not as taxing on your body at a higher altitude. If your VO2 max is higher, I'll be able to hike faster and just be in better shape generally. And, and when uh, Peter Atia was talking on the Rogan podcast, like having a high VO2 max was a very good uh, representation of like your overall longevity and how long you're going to live to be redundant. So anyway, if people are interested in more of the endurance stuff or fitness ideas or anything like that, shoot me an email, feedback at Doug.show. And thank you to everyone who has been sending in emails. I think my need for validation and the fact that I'm saying it and telling everyone to email me is helping. So thank you everyone for sending in those emails. And if you have feedback on these short form episodes, let me know about that too. So far, people like them is what I can tell. But if you happen to hate them or want some sort of a change or suggested change that you may have in mind, just let me know. Would love to hear it. And we'll catch you on the next episode.